Hello, welcome back to the football bit. Um, how are we? Yeah, good. Yeah, there's been some uh, <laughs> there's been some news today that um, I feel like we should we should address this straight off the bat. Um, George, I'll go to you because I know you're absolutely itching to itching, throw your toys someone. at the pram with this one. Um, European Super uh, League. <laughs> it, it's it's the worst idea known to man. It's it's not a great idea, is it? Let me let me just give you the first point, which pisses me off. You've got non-league clubs that have gone bust or gonna go bust because of this pandemic. Yeah. And you've got these owners who will never even show their face to the club, to the fans, making these decisions for these top six clubs to get more money. It's nothing to do with competition, it's more money. They're seeing it from a business point of view, going, Oh, pandemic hit hard. We'll make some money off this, though. I mean, double the money. It's greed, isn't it? Just it's give people is, a bit of background, mate, of what it is, just in case, you know, people listen so, don't know what so it is. Pretty give much a bit of background. European, we're waiting official confirmation tonight. There's a due to be announcement tonight. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're recording this on a Sunday. So by the time this goes out, the announcement most likely would have been made. Yeah. And hope, I'm hoping by the time the announcement does come out, everyone's backed out of them. It's not happening. Mm. Um, I can't see it. It's going to happen. It's going to be shit. I won't watch football again. Um, well, not not that level anyway. Um, so pretty much a separate company or whatever. I think I don't, I don't think it's FIFA. I don't even know who it is. Uh, making a Super League in order to replace the Champions League for the um, the top clubs in the world, pretty much in Europe. So it's going to completely get rid of the Champions League effectively. Yep. Um, six Premier League clubs have already said yes to it. Uh, them um, six clubs being your your big six, so. Arsenal, United, Liverpool, City, Spurs, West and Brom. Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, not West Brom. Not West Brom. Not West yeah. Brom. The um, <laughs> no big Sam. And they've confirmed they're going to. They, they've, they've all agreed to it. And it. And then there's. I know PSG in the last hour have come out and said they're not interested. Yeah, Bayern Munich have also. Bayern Munich have also come and said and they're Dortmund. not interested. And Dortmund. Um, but so Barcelona. Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, they're all, um, they're all signed as well. Yeah, because they're the greediest club. They are by far the greediest club. That's, that is what it boils down to, isn't it? It just boils down to greed. So essentially, the, the, the idea of this is, is that it could replace, um, it could be the only football they play. So it'd mean uh, that they'd have to, they'd be kicked out of their respective leagues. So the Premier League would lose the big six. But then let me just put this to you now. For the fans sitting at home now going, like your Everton fans, your West Ham fans, stuff like that, going, oh, that means we can win leagues. No, because then that puts the Premier League so far behind everything. No offence, Desert. Don't take offence being an Everton fan or any West Ham fans out there. If you're competing in that league, where it would change that only the winner of the Premier League would become would go into the Champions League, for yeah, example, is one of the rules you might change to. SPL, it's just SPL, isn't it? The integrity of the whole competition is gone. Football is meant to be for the fans. Football is created by fans, and that's how it should stay. It's not going to. It's gone ridiculous. It, this is this is the final line. It's all about money now. That's what football is now. It's about money. No, but there's, there's about the money. bigger leagues. That's all it's about. It's shit. I agree with you. It's one. That's what it's all about now. No, no you're there's, there's football teams. Our football teams, they're brands. Yeah. No, no, right, PSG, right. brand. Madrid, brand. City, brand. To extend to you sometimes brands, you know, that's the same way as well. Yeah, it's a joke, mate. And you know, that's one thing we pride ourselves on the poor. It's the club has always been for the fans, yeah. You know, not no offense, United's into a business (laughs) before we did with honestly. It's it's the American owners, and like, listen, Liverpool are heading in the direction that we're in. Um, it's concerning, there are so many, like, you know, Arsenal. Uh, City, Chelsea, these are all businesses. They're not football teams anymore. They're businesses. And I don't know um, I don't know if any of you watched the United-Burnley game that just finished, and we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, I don't know if any of you watched that game, but it, it sort of the news broke at halftime, and it all sort of come about at halftime. Gary Neville absolutely lost his head. He was living. Everything he said was spot on. Oh, and you know yeah, what? As much as, it, as much as it would hurt me, if they go and do this now and remove him from the league, I want every single club who joins that to have all of their prem because it would be classed as Premier League era. Yeah. I want all of their I want all their titles stripped, including ours, the one that we won last year. I want Liverpool, United, all those teams to get points deductions this year. I want it to happen. Just put a stamp down on this. 
a massive stamp down this. Here's the, here's the thing. And like, I'll go on record and say, you know, if this happens, these United shirts I've got, they mean nothing to me anymore because the club sells out. You know, your club yeah. sells out. And then, you know, I don't want to support a club that does that. No, but this sure is where they've got the same, us. George. No, this is where they've got us by the short and curlies, mate. We're all saying this now. That comes about that first game we play, say, say for example, we play Real Madrid. Liverpool yeah. play Real Madrid. Well, of course we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. No matter yeah. what we say now, because that's where they've got us, because they know we won't give up on our clubs. Hmm. And But if I was the Prem, when this all goes tits up in five years' time, if it does happen, no, it won't take that long. Hmm. I don't want to let us back in. I, I honestly, I. it's not... I mean, My dad said no, exactly the same. Yeah. Well, FIFA have warned as well. They've warned... Yeah, uh, but yeah, internationals. Players can't play for internationals. That would show greed even more if yeah. players will say will take that. I know, if, and this just doesn't go to the top six clubs in the Premier League because let's be fair. You look at some of the teams now in League Two, the Conference, or even lower end Prem or mid table yeah, yeah. Everton and stuff and whatever. If they were in the position that we were in, one of the best clubs in the country, they'd be they'd be doing the exact same thing. So we have got to just put a point across in based on what we are right now, this is the reason why it's happening with us in terms of the biggest clubs in the league. It could have been anybody who are the biggest right now, but they are the biggest teams in the league. It's, that is why we're doing it. And it's and it makes me lose all faith in football. It's a horrendous idea. It really is. And there's, there's, there's no other way you can describe it. It's just an awful idea. It, it almost leaves you a bit speechless. They're set I mean, to earn in TV rights alone three point five billion dollars extra each year every month. Like, because actually, that's what football's about now. It's just all like, about making the dollar. What, it's, it's exactly the the, 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 <clears> the the owners of these football clubs. They've all got dollar signs in their eyes, yeah. and that's all they give a shit about. You know, they, they don't care about the fans. They don't care about the, the fans. They're not fans. They're customers. I um, I had a lot of respect for our owners. You know, they came into us at a really bad time. We were we were in the shit massively. Yeah. Didn't they um, get um, done? We knew we went to liquidation, yeah. 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 Um, don't get me wrong, it wasn't that much of a panic because somebody was always going to buy... Yeah. Someone's always going to buy Liverpool FC, do you know yeah. yeah. But still a worry because it could have happened. No, I think... I've I touched on it before, but... It's American owners. I think, And it's not just American owners. It's, it's, it's owners of football clubs that aren't football people. Exactly. Do you know, you know my biggest point of it for us with Liverpool? And it's not one of the people behind the scenes. It's just the owner. Yeah. Because John W. Henry, our owner, is set to be one of the board members for this new thing. And and it sickens me. If that happens, it gets announced in the next in the next couple of hours. We're set to get an update tonight, an announcement. Yeah. Uh, I think around half nine it was originally touted. Mm. Um, I would not blame for any of those players or the manager walk at the end of the season. Oh, absolutely, mate. Listen, I think. Like, it only was released a few hours ago and the backlash already has been massive. So, I think, you know, it doesn't take an idiot to say that this won't be received well. So maybe that... All the titles that you've won, United, obviously you've been the most most dominant in the Premier League era. Yeah, yeah. They mean nothing if this happens. If this happens, yeah. Our title for the first of 30 years doesn't mean nothing. The Champions League trophies don't mean... They don't mean squid. It's, they don't mean absolutely. Listen, but like, I mean, we're not doing it justice. If you, if like, if you, if you're not really 100 percent sure on this, um, on what this situation is, get yourself on YouTube and look at what Gary Neville said about it. And honestly, I promise you, that it is the most accurate. It is the most bang on thing you'll ever see, because he sums it up perfectly. And he, and he, it, I don't know. It's just it will absolutely ruin football. and It'll crucify it, and it'll that'll kill Look, sport. We you know, the sport. The sport's changing a lot anyway. But this will be this will be a step too far. We all what's going to happen. It's going to be a couple of weeks' time. This is all going to fall. If this all falls through, you're going to get the owners of these clubs in a couple of weeks' time going. Oh, we didn't know anything about this. It was just talks. It wasn't official. Exactly. Yeah. That's all they're going to say. Like, like, don't chat shit. Yeah. Yeah, don't you know, it's... you know what? Hmm. I've been uh... I loved everything our owners done. Really, with a lot of things, they they done by us quite well. With a lot of stuff, you know, they put their, they put a lot of money into transfers over the. I know it's mostly net spend, but they still have to spend it. Yeah, expanding the stadium, lowering ticket prices in the main, big main stand to get mm. like, as many families and whatever, and make it a proper proper atmosphere. Yeah, you know, but I've known this of It's not even just you look at the pandemic with the pool, right? Even just going to a transfers point of view, now mm. they waited till the last day of the January transfer window. 
yeah. to back to back Jurgen Klopp with a loan deal for a lad who's developing. He's not the finished article. He's had some good performances and some shit ones. And the lad from Preston. Who's not even played that, yet. That was that was who they got to back to back Jurgen Klopp. And they're expecting him to go and still get that top four. No, you cannot replace a player level of Van Dyke knowing anyway. But the cog thing you're going to do is spend £100 million. I'm sorry, we've worked off net spend for the last six years. Yeah. I understand from a business point of view, it's smart. You're not making a loss. Hmm. You're just buying what you say. I get it. But when times are hard, the guy who's won you the league, he's won you all this money. He made you become the biggest club in the world for two years. The last couple of years, we've been the biggest club in the world. And that's a fact. Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah, definitely. We won, we won the European Cup. Club World Cup and they haven't backed him and now they go and do this. I, I actually, you know what, if you're going to lose, I wouldn't even be upset. I, I, if this comes out, it's true. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd join him. Listen, if I'm <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't see it going ahead. I don't. I think it's a lot of hearsay and a lot of talk at the minute. Um, You know, the Champions League have come out and condemned it. The Premier League have come out and condemned it. FIFA, UEFA, all these big companies and all these governing bodies of football have come out and, and, and shunned it and said they're not behind it. The biggest reason it I don't think really would turn the footballing world against all these football teams if it went ahead and they did it. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I would struggle, uh, and I don't know if you're the same, but I would struggle to support United. I'd struggle to support my team if, if this happened. And listen, I mean, I like, I'll support United for thick and thin. United could get relegated to the conference and I'd still follow them. Um, but something like this, it would actually just kill football. It would just kill football. It actually really got to me before reading it. Yeah, it, like. It sounds stupid. Like I remember, even early John W. Henry days, going to the ground when it was easier to get tickets for the ball. You know when we weren't very good, watching week in week out, putting up with shit. I finally, waited to win that league for so long, win the champ, become the best club in England again, all to be thrown away because of fucking dollar signs. It's yeah. an absolute. It's a disgrace. Is what it is. It's not football. <sighs> This is what City and Chelsea have done in the last few years in terms of money. I thought that was a joke. That's mild compared to what this is. Yeah. Um, and listen, I'll, I'll like don't don't misconstrue what I'm saying here. Like I don't want to sound stupid, but a lot of people from the outside looking in, uh, football fans, they they view it as just a game and just you know and, and just something like a pastime, like a hobby. You know, there are, there are a lot of people that you know, view it as more than a hobby. You know, I don't know how much money we've all put into football clubs, like, you know, getting, <laughs> getting t-shirts, getting merchandise, going to games, all this sort of stuff, you know, and, and it almost feels as if like at the moment your club doesn't value you. You're like, listen, like I could have told you that the United owners don't view us as, as fans. They view us as customers or the Liverpool owners view you as customers or to an extent, Darren, probably even the Wrexham owners. Um, how dare you, sir? <laughs> but I think, I think that's the general consensus of football, isn't it really? You know, I think money works you know, well. Around, it's a business. A football team. You buy a football team. It's an investment. It's it's a business at the end of the day. I, yeah, exactly. I, that, you, I do. Wrexham's the best example in this chat. A proper, a proper people's club, right? It's yeah. probably the biggest people's club in the conference. But what does a club still need to revolve around to stay alive? Exactly, money. money yeah. And that is yeah. the most sickening thing in football. It doesn't matter whether you're playing grassroots or top of the Premier League. If there's no money. money yeah, if there's no money, you don't compete. Salford's a good example, comparison mm. to Wrexham. Owners came in, money, they're gone. That league didn't mean anything to them. That league meant fuck all to Salford going up. It meant yeah. absolutely jack shit. Yeah, it's, I it, mean, listen, let's not spend too much time on it because it's quite a, you know. Upsetting is what it is, let's be honest. It's, 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 angry, it's a depressing it's, topic. It is a depressing topic because, as I said, this will ruin football if it happens. I hope it doesn't go ahead. I don't think it will go ahead, but if it does, then. I, I can't see it personally. Go ahead. The only thing we've got saving us is the fact that national teams, when FIFA told them that if they play in this league, their players will not be allowed to play for the country, they actually can't say that because national teams are allowed to sue FIFA for not allowing them to play players from their nationality. So that could be a massive court case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's absolutely. why I see saving us. That'll um, save us. And the players let's, themselves. Let's move on from this. Um and, you know, it's Sunday today, so there's a couple of football games today. Did any of you catch the Arsenal-Fulham game? <laughs> I, I haven't seen any football today. <laughs> no. They want to be in a seat, bully. No. They can't be fucking Fulham. Fulham. Okay, right. Fulham. Uh, uh, remember, Richard? Richard's going back on the podcast next week. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, any of, you, any of you guys listening might remember Richard. He was our very first uh, fan bit. 
I'm going to take this opportunity now just to just to throw a few more digs at Arsenal. Um, <laughs> here we go. Mate, honestly, here we like, go. Like, here we go. <laughs> no, like it's not going to be a rant of last week. It's not. But it's just like they're difficult to watch. They are a difficult team to watch. None of them players give a shit. You cannot honestly. Oh, no, look none at of them me. care. You cannot honestly look at me now and say that Sabios is a decent player. William is a Premier League quality player. William, William, Thomas Party, William Party, is he? Um, Thomas Party. Why they spend so much money on him? Because I've not seen anything from him. You know, when you're relying on Eddie and Ketia to come on and get a 97th minute equaliser against second bottom of the league. A guy who don't even utilise. Do me a favour. See what winds up at Arsenal most is, right? You watch them on Thursday night. They were really good on Thursday night. They looked really good team. They did, yeah. And today, I, I didn't watch the full game, I watched the highlights. They were fucking shocking when they I were watched. Awful. They were awful, yeah. They have um, to build They that made Fulham, who were 18 from the in the league, look like Liverpool from last season. I'm not being funny. Zambo and Gisa, yeah? Look like a prime Zidane. Josh Maggio looked like a prime fucking Ronaldo. I like Josh Maggio. He's decent. He's a good player. Um, He's got you for the Arsenal team, though, and this is... Uh, we'll go away from the European team before we talk completely on this because I, I, I guess say if that does happen, all the clubs in it are shambles. But from an actual point of view, right, even when it happens to United or Everton, which I really don't like either of the clubs, which is fine with the rivalry, it's understandable. Mm. When a club that big or used to be that big and you see them failing so much, you laugh at first from the back of your head, you're always going, that kind of hurts. It, it's mm. sad. It is sad to see a club like but that. Can we, it's happened to all of us. Yeah, oh, well, yeah definitely, mate. Um, Everton's are still fucking happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> past and, and, years. It, and it does actually hurt because you understand what they've been through. You understand what they're going through now. Absolutely, but you never know where the end's going to come. And that, that it's I, I, it's funny from a first point of view. Oh, they've lost or they've drawn. <laughs> That's funny. And then back in my head, I'm going, that kind of hurts. So that big, and they're, they've got a team like that. Like, so do you see a light at the end of the tunnel for Arsenal? Like, there no. is a couple of bright sparks in their team. You know, you've got Smith Rowe. I think he's really good. Saka, he's decent. Saka's Tierney, very he's, good. He's good. But how long are they going to keep hold of these players? Mart- Martinelli, I think, is a good player. But I'd be surprised if he sticks it out there because he's not getting the opportunity. Lacazette's he's had good. a lot of injuries. Lacazette's good. Is he? Is he? Is he? Or is he just in good form? He's, he's, like, he's, like, he's had a good season. He was good last season as well. He's like the top goal scorer in the league. I don't rate Lacazette. He's in, he's in all right form, but I, as a player, I don't rate him. Um, he's a bit lazy. That's my only issue with him. I think he's Abamian. going to score. Abamyang. All right, take aside his performances from the last couple of weeks, Abamyang, because obviously he's been ill. To be fair, he had malaria. Um, fair enough. I understand that the last couple of weeks, yeah. that would take up. But it's not even just out of him. Whole season. And now, I don't think Lacazette doesn't want to use Abamyang. I because just, he cannot be that naive as a manager to think he's going to get the best out of Aubameyang playing left wing. Yeah, he, I, I never understand. Him into the team to play the, make the fans happy and he's playing or he just doesn't want to play him up front. Yeah, well, it was is. the same with Emery, wasn't it, when he was there because he was playing him on the left as well. But he was always getting his best out of memory when he was playing him up front. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll move away from Arsenal. Cast your mind back, George, to the Champions League. I wanted to ask you about this. Um... You know, obviously you went out to Real Madrid. That second leg, though, how on earth are you not winning that 4 or 5 nil? Um, That's the thing. I, you know, I'm disappointed. Like everybody is when you get knocked out. Hmm. Uh, I didn't want to get embarrassed. I said we're going to go up before the second. I said we weren't going to go through before the first leg. But the second leg, I thought, you know what? We got done uh, against a Real Madrid side, a good, experienced Real Madrid side. Who have, like, like yeah, yeah. Saying, They've won that many champions. That team is very good. Even, you know, when people go, oh, yeah, but you're saying you've got centre back. Yeah, I'm not being funny. The North Fence, I love Nat Phillips. I think he's funny. Um, and I think Kabak's, he's funny. Yeah, he is, though, isn't he? Come on. And the Carbacks done all right in a lot of games, done poorly, you know, but he's young. But the drop off from Van Dyke and Gomez to those two compared to Nacho and Militao, who are very good international centre backs. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not even comparable. And that's the level of depth these top, top teams are. We'd never be able to compete. And if it wasn't for Courtois and Nacho, especially Nacho in that second leg. Nacho played really well. And, <laughs> and the, and the fact that it was something happened to us that's happened to us mostly most of the season. We have, since December, we haven't really clicked in front of goal. 
not for the want of trying. You know, the lads played really fucking well. That was a good from last season in the first half. Yeah. The press was there. The way we put Marnie, first half, looked like the old Marnie. You know? Yeah, I, I watched the game. And I, I, do you know what? I thought it was a bloody good game of football. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I could do if you remember. I think it was about two or three minutes in. Salah had a really big chance and he missed. It came too early. That's the only thing I'd say. I think, I think it's come too early. If daft as that sounds. Yeah, I think if Salah would have scored that, though, you win the game. Game on. Yeah. You win the game. You go through. So if you get that goal early on, you win the game. Madrid's approach might have been different, but yeah, I would have. I thought it wasn't just him though. You know, Wayne Aldman had a, a big chance. Yeah, put it over the bar. Yeah, he do, he does have a big important goal as well. Uh, but the biggest mm. difference compared to the first leg, and I say this week in week out, and it was the same when we played um, against Villa last weekend. People moan about starting, you know, Bobby Firmino, and when he plays, we play well. It's almost like it's a convenient thing. You know, what I mean? not because Madrid couldn't handle him. Madrid couldn't handle. Him. He was popping up in those little pockets of space between everybody, and it, it allowed space for Mane and Salah in the midfield. Um, you know, I, I've had so many rants on Twitter in the last couple of weeks. People, and, oh, why is Milner starting? Oh, why is Firmino starting? Mate, honestly, I'm, if Milner was thirty-one, he starts <laughs> every game for you. I'm sorry, James Milner is, is still probably one of the most under. He's probably the most underrated player in our squad. He's a fine wine. He gets better with age. I have never, yeah. ever seen he's, he's, he's going to have a bad performance for us. Ever. I'm um, never seen him. He doesn't have 10 out of 10s every week. I'm not saying that, but he's never bad. No, I, I don't disagree, mate. He, 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 um, he played really well. I thought Casemiro, though, for Real Madrid, had an absolute pearler. Two games, two legs. He's, he's different. Over the course of two legs, he's probably the best player. Second leg, oh, I thought he was... Class. I thought he felt, you know... Well, he was good in the second leg. Cruz uh, and Modric didn't do anything in the second we stopped them which was yeah, big well, the, you, you didn't which was important you sat off them in the first game and that was the problem too much respect mm. there was you too give, much respect you, mate, you give them too space they're going to cut you in half question for you George because I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say this Casemiro do you think it was a red card when he slid into um, was it Milner I'm pretty sure it was Milner that he slid into yeah there was, there um, was no contact with the ball the ball was net he's just hit him a lot of people said that should have been Hard red. and relatively high on the ankle as well. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have given it as a red. I just think it's late. Yeah. No, I just said that. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying different. And I just wanted to get your I, opinion I on can, it. I can see why people would think it was a red. For me, yeah. I just think it's just a typical CDM. I want to get in the book early and nail somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I think that was a bit of revenge, wasn't it, for his tackle on Ben? Uh, for yeah, for Milner's tackle oh, on Ben. M- M- Milner loves a loves a dig or tackle. Three seconds, it's a fucker. Have it. Well, sure, well, the thing is, though, what pisses me off on Twitter, Andy Robertson screaming and kicking off, and Milner got nailed. Everyone's mm. going, "Oh, he's just a loudmouth Scotsman." Ramos does. He's a hero. You know, no, I think Ramos is pretty like notoriously not liked by football fans. Yeah. Oh no, but yeah, but when he's against us, he's a hero. He's all this. He's passionate. It's because not many people whatever. like Liverpool. Either, and and, it, and well, well, I, mean, I like it that way. I don't even like it myself if this goes through. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a bit of a theme to our podcast this week. Yeah, it's not VAR. Once I'm happy, but I know. Um, yeah, there has been some shit VAR decisions today, but I don't have the energy to talk about VAR anymore. Yeah. No, so obviously you played. Okay, um, you played midweek as well. Well, well, to be honest, I don't think yeah. we... Granada, really... it's fest. Yeah, I guess I don't think we need to touch on that too much. I want to talk you about were... tonight's game. We we beat Burnley 3-1 tonight. Mason Greenwood, two goals. Fantastic. Donny van der Beek got an assist. I watched it. Um, I thought, you know what? Burnley have surprised me in a lot of games this season. Mate, Burnley um, are a bit of a bogey team for us. It was the first time we beat Burnley for six years at home. Oh, it's, it's not. It's not even just that. Burnley have actually had a different approach this year to a lot of games. They don't seem to, you know, especially post Christmas. I think the last time I've seen them proper shut up shop and be shit houses was probably against us. Yeah, at Anfield when they won one mm. 0 I remember watching them against Everton a few weeks back at Goodison Park. I thought Everton will win one 0 maybe nil nil here, draw. Uh, they'll just shut up shop, play physical for a set piece. Mm. And uh, no offense, there's. They didn't play like that at all. They played Everton off the pass. And Anshoy plays good football and they put the ball passing football. It's, it's fluid. Uh, Sean Dyche are barely playing like fucking Brazil. Sean Dyche is my favourite human being on the planet. Cheers, <coughs> Well, no, but... And the thing is, today, I genuinely think 
until you got your second goal, I think they played you man for man exactly. I thought they were brilliant. Um, I thought they I thought they matched you today. Yeah, there were spells in the game. I, I like I think it was we went one 0 up very, very quickly in the second half. Two minutes later they'd equalized. From that second goal, from when they, they equalized, about 10 or 15 minutes, they really controlled that game. They were controlling the pace. You know, they had the ball in the net in the first 10 seconds of the game. It was a, a dubious offside, but... Um, I, I didn't see that. I only turned off after a couple of minutes. But, but yeah, I think that, you know what? Burnley don't look like a bad team. And they've got some new owners now, haven't they? And I think yes. if they were to back Sean Dyche and they were to give Sean Dyche a little bit of money, you know, get a decent striker, go out there, get yourself some... Get yourself some 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 good Premier League quality players. There is no reason why Brighton, no Brighton, Burnley can't be finishing in your top Sean, in your top four, 13, 14. Well, yeah, 13, people think 12, 13. I'm, people think I'm stupid. They're going to say this. I think Sean Dyche is one of the greatest managers of all time in the Premier League. Not in terms of what he's won. If you had given Sir Alex Ferguson that Burnley team. No, listen, listen to the way I'm going to put it through. I know it's going to sound stupid, but again, people see the headline, don't read into it. You know, <laughs> word, words out of context, no surprise for me, really. Um, you know, people don't is actually it, listen to it. It's a Twitter page, are you fucking out of context map? Yeah, yeah no, people... Yeah, I, I just have that little super bad. No, but I know, yeah. I know, I know your, your face is a four, because it looks... Well, you said, and, and now it makes sense. You, you If you can give any manager in the Premier League right now that are the top six clubs... That let's be fair, no offense, Burnley fans, you're a championship squad, you know, other than me, one or two players. Yeah, that's some fucking Chrissy Wood, that mate. Come on, championship player. Um, lad. Chris come, Wood. On. come if on, Chris Wood gets over 10 goals this season, he's done so for the last three years. All right, mate, are you best, mate on, on, on a whole, if you you know, when you do an average players at ages or their ratings or whatever per game, as an average, Burnley are a championship squad, they've got championship players, yeah. And the fact, that Sean Dyche, the fact that Sean Dyche has managed to do consistently every single year keep them up with probably one of the worst budgets in the league. You know, Jürgen couldn't do that. Pep couldn't do that. Ancelotti couldn't do that. Ollie Fergie, any team that managed for that couldn't do that. Ollie tried, he couldn't. Do you what I mean though? I'm not going to say he's going to, you know, I'm not say he's up there with Fergus and all that because he's not going to the trophies they have. But there is something about a manager who knows how to get the best out of players like that that doesn't get recognised enough. But yeah, it really I think, doesn't. I think Sean Dyche and Burnley is a bit of a match made in heaven, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. It works. It works, mate. He um, just wants a team full of hard blokes. That's well, the thing. Would break their legs. <laughs> It is probably the most average squad. You know, because even when you, you, when you look at West Brom, right, who are very bad. Um, well, not recently. No, you look at their squad and you can still go, ah, oh, Matias Pereira, he can be a good player for a lot of clubs in the league. Yeah. You look at, um, you know, Sheffield's not well, Sheffield's not a championship squad with Anka. Yeah, even Sheffield's not going to go, Aaron Ramsdale, he could do a shift in one of the bigger clubs. He could. Uh, Fulham's it's Anderberg. Fulham's the same. Josh Madger, players like that. Cavalero, Luckman. You look at Burnley. Is there actually Zambo any Gieser, player in that Burnley's? Uh, maybe other than the centre back, you might take one of the centre backs. Yeah, Tarkowski and me, I reckon. Nick Pope. But would Tarkowski and me be good for anybody else? I don't think they would be. Um, I think the shit out is James Tarkowski would do all right at like a, a, a Palace or an Everton or something. I think like he'd that. do all right, but I don't think he shines as much as he does at Burnley. No, no, I don't think he, I don't think so either. But I think he's Dwight a really McNeil, Dwight McNeil job. maybe. I think he's a good little player. He's Dwight very, Dwight very good McNeil. on the ball. Dwight McNeil has won that he either needs to get his numbers up at Burnley, which is not really going to happen unless they sign big players to go with him, yeah. or he needs to leave to benefit mm. his career. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry to cut you off there, George. I can see Darren is absolutely itching to talk about Wrexham, um, but you're going to have to wait a little bit, Des. We've got a Wrexham fan coming <laughs> on the football bitterness. <laughs> Got a Wrexham fan coming on the football, but in a sec. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with you in a sec. Hello, we're the lovely people from the Football Bit Podcast and we'd like you to be a part of our show. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Basically, what we want is we want you guys to watch us and listen to us to get in touch. Message us on Facebook. Email us at footballbitpodcast at gmail.com. We want you to be on the show. Uh, we want you to come on with an outrageous football opinion and a question for us to discuss. 
For example, is Emil Heskey the greatest Premier striker of all time? I would say yes. For example, is Merseyside blue? I would also say yes. So get in contact and maybe you can be on our show. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the fan bit. Is this number six? I think this is number six. Five or six. It's one of them. Someone say six times. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, wait, that doesn't matter. I'll come to all that. I'm going to it again. I'm we like... are joined by Jamie down in the bottom corner. He is a Wrexham fan, if you didn't guess. Oh, that sound. Come on. <laughs> um, now, as, uh, as you all know perfectly well, we absolutely adore an unpopular opinion on, uh, on the football bit. Um, so, Jamie, have you got an unpopular opinion for us? Uh, yes, boys. Uh, my unpopular opinion is, do you think Dean Keats is the man to take Wrexham to League One? Oh, Darren, I feel like there's no person oh. better to answer this question. Now, I, now, well, look, I love Dean Keats. I think he's a good manager. I think with Dino, he needs people helping him along with like, like coaching staff. So I think he can't do it on his own. Do I think he's going to get us League One? I think League Two... If he's back to well, obviously we're going to be back now because we've got money. But League One, I think that's a bit of a step for him because obviously he was in League One with Walsall and look what happened. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Uh, I wasn't, when Dean Keats was announced back at the club, I thought to myself, oh, great, here we go. It'd be like one or two months and then he'd be gone. But now, after watching the past couple of performances, in the league, I think he is the man to take us to League Two, as Des said. But I think then after that, we'd need to have a proper proper manager in, good backing team, and everything like that. Especially yeah. with the takeover happening and everything like that, it's it's changed him. Yeah, I think it's going to put a lot more eyes on Rexham as well, isn't it, with the takeover? A hundred percent. So I think yeah. maybe maybe the next step would be to have a manager with a little bit more of a sort of following, if you will. Uh, An image, you know, if, but to be fair to Dino, um, I will say one thing to Batman or Wrexham fans, uh, you know, the, the fan base is relatively split on Dean Keats. Um, I don't think he's ever thoroughly been backed at Wrexham properly. Yeah. I don't mean that with signings. I mean that with a coaching team where he's actually got a hands-on, a hands-on thing of it because the coaches seem to take charge more of their own tactics than his. Mm. Um, you know, and depend, depending where you finish, between now and the, I know some of the players you brought, like Armateo, has been great in the last couple of games. Um, you know, even if you fail now and don't get in the playoffs into the season, that's not necessarily a failure for Dean Keats because he's now got to rely on a limited transfer window because of the rules for Wrexham in the league compared to everybody else. And he's lost his best striker, the, who plays best for him, um, who works the best for him in his best system. Now, Omateo could have the season of his life now, half a season of his life and take him up. But then he also cannot be blamed. Omateo, for example, cannot be blamed if it fails because he's new. He hasn't got time to settle in. He settled in pretty well, but looks like it might be a little bit of a honeymoon period. You, you don't know what happens. I just don't think it'll be very fair. You know, if they're going back in the summer, he gets all the players he wants for his system. He wants to play his formation, his team, and say come December time, we've got a fair balance, and it's and you're not top second or third in that area. I think then that's more than enough time he's had to get his own stamp on the team with back because the board will back in the summer. Of course it will. Oh yeah, they, there'll, be, yeah. there'll be big players coming in. Yeah, um, that's, that's the one thing that I don't like is that we're going to be labelled as the team that bought the league. So we're going to be turned into like the Manchester City or something like that. And I don't want that on the club. I think that's like, that's a bit bad wording and saying and stuff like that. I don't like that. The way, the way I'll put it in difference compared to City or even Salford's a good example in the last couple of years in the lower leagues. I think it's a bit different with Wrexham. They, you know, been hard done to a lot by the league especially. And if it takes a little bit of backing to get Wrexham to where they should be, the best Welsh club in history, 
you know, they 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 deserve that break in luck. How many times have you been close to to, to ending as a club? Oh. <laughs> Too many as times. As, the as, as long as I can remember, as honestly, as long as I can remember. Yeah. So you know what? I know, I understand what you mean because I I had this thing, even being a Liverpool fan, a big level. I was watching a couple of years. I was looking at Rafa building teams, going, Fergie's going and buying the best striker from one, one of the top goal scorers in the league, man of a club. Sorry to you interrupt, know. Jamie. I think your camera's just gone off down there, mate. All oh, right. Uh, how does that? How does that work then? Have you got the app open? Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> I ain't very good at all. Like, you know. Uh, do you know what, honestly, mate? Using Zoom is a nightmare sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Um, I know. But hey, I it know. does the job, doesn't it? We're all here. Um, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, George. What were you saying? No, it's, um, no, I get the point. And from a fan point of view, you've got to get past that. Because I was, like I said, I was watching, even from a higher level, you know, mid-2000s, Liverpool, early 2010s. I was there going, I don't want to be known as a team who bought the league or had to spend big to win the league. You know, I, I was looking at United even later on. You know, oh, what's that extra step to win the league against City? It's going by Van Persie. City do the same, come mm. spend big money. Chelsea were doing the same. I was thinking, I don't want to be that team. As soon as we did it, win the league. I don't care what people said to me. You cannot replace that yeah. feeling of winning the league. Wrexham getting out of that league will mean just as much to you as it did for me winning the league for the first time in 30 years. <laughs> it will yeah, be massive. Years. You will not, I'm telling you now, as much as you question it now, you will not care at all about any money spent as soon as you get out of that league. Oh, yeah. Uh, I understand. People want to say that to you, you know, just, just let you tell them to, you know, fuck off because that's because the, the people are yeah. doing that are just bitter yeah. the fact that their clubs aren't doing it. That's the I thing. Think, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think as well, getting out of that, like, especially this season, what, you're, you're still seventh, yeah? No, uh, fifth now. Fifth now. Fifth now. Changes so much, doesn't it? There is a, um, there is a weird yeah. couple of games at hand for some teams, though. It's um, weird because oh, yeah. Dover are fucking everyone over. So, like, yeah. promotion this season, still a very realistic um, goal. Do you think that'd be a perfect uh, end to, like, a perfect season for you? I think it would, but at the current of the games that Wrexham have got left, I think it's best for them to stay in the playoffs. Mm. and stay in the position they are because they'll play like the seventh or sixth team or whatever the playoffs work. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be playing them. So it gives them it gives them more of a chance. Like, don't get me wrong, I think Hartlepool are going to win the league. They are by far the best team come after Christmas. Mm. Just the run didn't, of games. And they win 7-2 on the weekend. Yeah, 7-2. <laughs> away yeah. from home. Against, I know, against Wellstone. The poor old Wellstone Raider. Uh, Do you know what? I emailed him to get him on the podcast. Never heard back. I'm fuming. <laughs> uh, because he's got no fans. Got, he's got no fans. <laughs> he's got no fans, does he? Um, yeah. No. Um, so, like, I don't know if you can cast your mind back to when it was announced that Ryan and Rob were taking over the club. And I know I spoke to Darren a lot about this. Um, he wouldn't shut up about us, why? <laughs> what, was your initial, what was your Damn. initial reaction to hearing that... Um, you know, one of the biggest actors on the planet was was taking the over rock. little old Wrexham. I thought it was a wind-up. I really did. I thought it was a wind-up. And yeah. then Wrexham actually announced the two parties who were actually going to take over the club. And then for me, it's uh, getting real and more real. And then the when they did the Ivor Williams trailer <laughs> advert. Oh, that right? was mental. That's when ah. it, that's when that's when it cemented it for me because like Ryan Reynolds for me is probably one of the best humans on the planet. <laughs> I think he's great. I think he's great. Like Rob McElhenney in his new series he's just done, he had the shield and it was the Wrexham badge. I've it's seen weird. that. I've seen that. Uh, honestly, these two these two lads, right? These two lads have ch- have turned us. From being just the oldest, the, the oldest Welsh club in history and yeah. stuff like that, to now being the most watched team in history. Yeah. You know, when you watch the streams, it's like two point six k watching, and you think to yourself, that would never happen. No. You would never have thought that. Yeah. Wrexham probably get three to four thousand at home game. Yeah, on, which at is a good home for game. The conference, now, to be fair, which, it's a good. Yeah, which which is good, but when you're watching the streams. You think to yourself, there's people from Canada, America, Dubai, places like that who are watching yeah. this team um, all because of them two people. Them two yeah. people have been so influential on the club. It's unbelievable. 
Actually, you mentioned America. I don't know if you guys have heard of the... Uh, there's, there's this thing that I saw on Facebook a couple of days ago. Uh, they're called the Wrexham Texans. I yes, heard I have it. heard of that. Yeah, I have heard of them. Um, there's, there's also Hollywood Reds as well. Yeah, it's yeah. just like... Great. What is it? What is like Wrexham? How's that got to like the other side of the globe? You know, it's just mental. And then what, what made me laugh, because Ryan Reynolds was on the This Morning chan- uh, program. Yeah, yeah. He was talking to Alison Hammond, and she said to him, what made you buy a football club like Wrexham? And he said, we looked into six or seven clubs. But with Wrexham's history and everything else that's happened, they thought, right, let's take this club further. We know we know what we can do. And I, I, it still hasn't settled in. It's been like nigh on how many months, and it hasn't settled in for me yet. It just doesn't feel I real, does it? get people coming up to me now. No, no, it feels it like a dream. Real, yeah. I'll, wake, I'll, I'll wake up in a minute and, re- and think, oh, great. You know, I would own my club. The fans like, innit? You know, the fans <laughs> club. And then you wake up and go, oh, no, Ryan Reynolds has got my club. Hmm. It, it doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem real. Yeah, it's mental. I don't know how many times I've said it, but I'm just waiting for the next Deadpool film. When they go into the bar, I just want bootlegger sitting at the bar. Just bootlegger. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Don't say anything. Just just there with a the pilsner. That's it. Little subtle, little I, subtle hint to Wrexham. No, but they didn't want that. I guarantee. Do it, one wine. <laughs> Captain. Yeah, yeah I guarantee. I guarantee <laughs> when, when Robin, Robin Ryan comes to Wrexham, he will be the first one to meet them. I can guarantee oh, absolutely. it. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bootlegger will be the first one to meet them. And they'll be on a pub call with Bootlegger, and it'll probably be the best thing ever. He'll film everything. It'll just like It'd be great. It'd be if great. he's not, it's a disrespect to the man. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Yeah, I mean, it's, definitely. It's, yeah. It, it's so hard to wrap your head around, isn't it? Like, I've still like what? It's been six, seven months now since it was announced. I've still yeah, not yeah. got my head around it. It still doesn't feel like it's real. It's, it's like this is like the longest April Fool's joke ever. You know I mean? It feels like it. Yeah, it feels like it. It feels like all my birthdays rolled into one. This is this is how it feels. You know, it, it's it's amazing. Yeah, you I mean, know, like I've my fa- the family and stuff with Wrexham, they've got me into it, and yeah. I think it's just there. I love the club. I love the club. Mm. Uh, and I think it's really good for the town itself. Like you know, it, it just brings such a feel good factor. And it's I can't remember bring if I was so saying much more tourism to the town as well. Yeah, like I saying. can't remember if I was saying this on the podcast or if I was saying it to somebody else. But oh yeah, you know, for people that for people that listen to this and watch this that aren't from Wrexham or have never been to Wrexham. The Wrexham High Street is absolutely dead. Like, there's nothing there. The empty shops, you know, it's it's not a, it's not a particularly. Oh, I know, I know. Like, it's not a particularly nice place, Wrexham, at the minute. Um, but I think the fact that you've got two of the, these two like superstars coming in and putting this money into the club, and, and you know, people from around the world are going to want to come and see Wrexham. You know, oh, Ryan Reynolds owns this team. I want to go see Wrexham. You know, I think it's going to inject a little bit more life back into yeah, the yeah. city. Well, well, back I'll into be the town when they get here. Uh, yeah. Go from Deadpool to cesspool. Um, you know, imagine an American getting off the train. The first thing they hear seems to get it. Funny da lads. Just bootlegger standing out the front of the gate. All right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> No, but I think it's going to be such an awesome thing for the place in general. And it's just, I think it's going to turn Wrexham into a proper football town. Mm. You know, because Definitely. I like, I wouldn't, I'd never call myself a Wrexham fan. You know, I'm from Wrexham. I, I live down the road from Wrexham, but I'd never, mm. I'd never call myself a Wrexham fan. But since this takeover, I've been buying the games. I've been keeping up to date on them. You know, I signed me, up to be me, a member. Yeah. Since the start of the season, me and my dad have watched the games religiously. Yeah. Every Saturday and every Tuesday night, and like even the games on BT Sport, mm. we've watched every single one. And like to be fair, it's cheaper than buying a ticket at the club. Yeah, That's how old, I, yeah. it's it's cheaper. It's cheaper than actually buying a ticket. Well, I mean, the tickets are about like sixteen, seventy. But maybe, yeah, uh, well, yeah, I think it, so. It was yeah. last week. Obviously, I've been going for the last couple of years with with Darren with our time off from work or whatever and it's yeah. even before the owners came in, there, there is a different sense of Wrexham compared to a lot of all the clubs there's a togetherness there's a you know you all moan as one you all celebrate as one it's, I mean, it's as, no... as Jamie said the club's been through so much it's it's been you know to hell and back and there's been so many times where the club hasn't looked like it's going to see another season I know it's unbelievable 
So it's so, it, it's a nicer, it's a nice feeling. It's it, it does feel like as well, like it's, you know, it feels like we're all a part of something, you know, like massive. Mm. You know, whether you be, you know, just a local that doesn't have anything to do with football, or you know, or like like me and me and George, who are like we support United and Liverpool, but we'll follow Wrexham if we can. It does feel like there's something really good and something really cool happening. Yeah, like a revolution starting. Yeah. It, it, that's what it feels like. It feels like a revolution starting for Wrexham and it's just going to make them even bigger. Mm. I can see it now. It's, the it's thing is, I, now. obviously speaking to Darren, and he'll probably agree with me, uh, Jamie, Wrexham fans aren't even asking to go to the Premier League in the next five, six years. Get no. into league, get into league one, and stay in there for the next three or four, maybe five years. Once you get there, is is big enough for that club? Oh, I care about league, league football. You can once you've got that. All Darren wants is Luke yourself, Young and his ultimate team. You can you can build from there. Stop that, mate. You you can build from there. Yes. I just wrote Wrexham on FIFA. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's all I want. Yeah, that's what I want. I just wrote Wrexham on FIFA, FIFA again. FIFA 05, I can't keep playing it because it just reminds me <laughs> of the old team. I can't. I can't. I can't. It, it's horrible. It's horrible. Bring it back on Pez. Bring it back on Pez. will do. No, it's, it, but yeah, it does feel awesome. Do you remember where you were when you found out? When you found out that it was Ryan and Rob? Remember the moment you found out? I was, I was on a building site <laughs> doing my job and I screamed at the loudest I could I scared everyone on the site and the boss the boss come up to me and said, Don't do that again. But then like I looked at my dad. I looked at my dad and he looked back at me and he just went, Yeah. I said, Yeah. And he's you know, we just spoke about it the whole day. And yeah. it's unbelievable. It's pretty much the same so reaction I, as me. I was in the kitchen in work. I was like, oh, the fuck's happening here? <laughs> that's, not, that's not a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. I, I remember I being, uh, what pricks messes me this now taking the piss. I remember being in the car with one of my closest mates, one of, one of my and Darren's closest mates, big Wrexham fan. And we were looking as a couple hours before it was it was rumours on Twitter. It was Ryan Reynolds and Robert. He was going, I'm not even going to click into this. I don't believe it. And then the notification came a couple hours later of, of Wrexham releasing an official statement and mentioned it and he was just there going yeah. I'm confused <laughs> I, I, we, are, we I, all were I remember I just remember just not saying a word for a second and then just beeping the horn just yeah. for absolutely no reason whatsoever <laughs> it's one of them things yeah. you know, you've got to keep refreshing the page like someone's typo dear nah that's not right followed by we right. are the filthy yeah. filthy rich reds yeah I think I think my phone's broke it, hang on hang on you're slamming it. No, no, it's real. No, it's real. Anyone no. else's phone saying yeah. it's Ryan Reynolds, or is that, or is that me? <laughs> yeah. Is that... yeah, yeah. No, it's. Oh, it's mad. So what would be? I'll, I'll put. Yeah, you know, I'll put this to Jamie and Des as well. Five years. Where would you like to see the club? League One. Yeah. I'd like to see us back in the football, uh, the English league, where we belong. Mm. Yeah, I think that's where we belong. Yeah, I, I'm the I'm same for as League One. Maybe pushing for the championship. Maybe pushing, even if it's like mid table. Mm. I I couldn't give. I just hate the conference. It's really. I've been here for 13 years. I generally believe that and the championship are probably the two hardest leagues to get out of. Yeah, like, conference is a disgusting league to get the, out of. The play, yeah. It's because the playoff system is so wank as well. With the conference. Yeah. Definitely, the playoff system now is awful. Yeah. I just, I just want to beat Shrewsbury again. That's all I want. Home and away. Yes. I'm not bothered. I'm honestly not bothered. Long, you'll never be able to beat Shrewsbury again. You'll never be able to beat Shrewsbury oh, again. They're just, they're, they're just a small club in Wrexham, aren't they? Just a small club in Wrexham, aren't they? <laughs> that feels like a lovely place to end. Um, i tell you what, actually, we'll circle it back. We'll circle it back. You mentioned manager at the start. Oh, yeah. If you, ideal manager now, Ideal manager to take over at Wrexham. Who is it and why is it Sparky? Lop's oh, got a vacancy in the summer. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because you don't have a set of them, Sparky. Um, uh, I'd have uh, Darren Ferguson. Oh, that's a, oh, shout. That's a, that's a good shout. Darren Ferguson shout. would be my manager because yeah. he, he, he knows the club. 
and everything. He knows what he wants. I think if we got, if we signed him, I think he'd know exactly what we want. Mm. He'd know exactly who to bring in, who to keep, who to get rid of. He probably and... knows what he wants now and he hasn't even got a job. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Theme songs. Just... Oh, <laughs> no. 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 He, he, Dino had his chance. He had his chance. He had one or two good seasons and then that was it. You know, but if it was me, it'd have to be Darren Ferguson. Or Brett Omar. Definitely. Why, Living why? legend. <laughs> Living legend. You know, seeing him on the You don't like him, do you, Devlin? Nope. <laughs> like oh, no. I just get to the bat. Well, you like play, him, play final. It's an open goal. Three yards out. Have not scored? I'm not getting into it. Oh, my oh, manager. Yeah. Ian Holloway. That's my oh, I'd love Ian Holloway. But for me, in Holloway, as yeah. Jamie said, Ferguson's a good shout. Yeah. Because he knows club inside. Dennis Lawrence, I would mind having as well. Mm-hmm. I think Big oh, Dead be a Big good Den. shout. But Sparky. Marquis. Yeah. I'll put something to you now, though. My, I, oh, Mark Hughes. He's just been sacked from Forest Green. Yeah. He knows Mark Hughes, like, Rexham lad, though, isn't he? Yeah. Mark Hughes, Wrexham um, lad. Massive name in the world of football. It'd be, it'd be awesome. To, see to, be, fair, to, to be fair, though, even with the current manager, if he takes you up two divisions, he keeps our job for life. Oh, yes, yes. He yeah, keeps getting you out of the conference and he's, yeah. he's, what, he's your most successful manager in the last 15 years if he does that, isn't he? So. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already won the last four and that's not even hard. <laughs> not hard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's mad. Absolutely mad. But no, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's exciting times to be from Wrexham. Definitely. I feel like that's a perfect way to end it. Um, yeah. Any parting words, Jamie? Anything you want to want to add in? Come on the time. Come on the Perfect. time. Come on the time. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to check us out, we can, uh, we've can. we got TikTok. We do that now. So, uh, <laughs> so if you laugh, you're saying TikTok. Fucking hell. <laughs> we have lowered ourselves to TikTok. We have. We've really lowered the bar. This or podcast. has TikTok raised themselves to us? Probably not. That, that, that. I like that. Um, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that My fun space. stuff. Bebo. Emerson. <laughs> Time for Kieran. Me and Jaws do this every week. Just I know. My you can catch me on the radio on Saturdays, three oh, till six, Carousel us. FM. I'm talking about the football. I'm telling you what's going on. And I'm playing some lovely music as well. So you can just come and listen to me. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the sun. Don't give you an COVID. What? <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye.